What's up, everybody? It's Zy Trowick and Gavin Jury. And today we're going to be doing our first podcast on Take a Seat. So today we're going to be talking about walking in freedom. What does walking in freedom really mean to you, Zy? Well, in Galatians 5 and 1, it says that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, then then go and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. So like that's been on my heart talking about walking in freedom because Back in 2021, I was set free from many chains and burdens, and I've always told myself I'm never going to go back to that, but two years pass on by, and I'm over here, feel like I'm slipping up, and I'm falling, and I'm falling short of the glory of God, but again, we all fall short, and what everybody has to understand, it says here, when it says, stand firm, then do not let yourselves be burdened again. Do not let yourselves be burdened again, as if you mess up, you fall short, don't sit here. And wallow saying, I'm falling back into this. I don't want to go back to this. Look, your chains have already been broken. God has broken your burdens. He has taken the weight off of you. It's up to you to walk in freedom. Do not let the yoke of slavery burden you again. And that's been on my heart so much is because, I mean, I had to realize this maybe a month ago that, hey, I'm not, I'm not the old me. I'm not the old Zai. God has made me new. He, he, I am crucified myself with Christ and like, it's 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 just been so much different for me, and the reason and what's make what makes me different and you other Christians, what makes you different from your old self is that you didn't think twice whenever you messed up. You didn't think twice whenever you was falling short or wherever you was weighed down by burdens. Now you, you being worried about you falling back is a great sign because look, that's the Holy Spirit, as my nana says, the Spirit man pricking on your heart. Yeah, there, there's there's a, a whole lot of things, and the the whole way I think of walking in freedom. Uh, really is God has a plan for our lives. He already has a plan set. Like yeah. we, God doesn't want us to figure out how to do life. He already has everything laid out the way he wants it, the way it's perfect for us. And all we have to do is just listen to him and follow in his steps. We, we don't have to worry. We don't have to stress about sin anymore as, as long as we listen to God. That's right. There, there's nothing that can stress us, make us feel worried. We just have this freedom because we don't have the, the burden of trying to make decisions anymore because everything's already been laid out by god and we just got to follow in his footsteps really yeah and it talks like you know it says in uh galatians about as galatians 5 is talking about how we need to walk in freedom with that so walking in his calling not ours not our what we want not what our desires are because god's plan is perfect timing perfect everything and his timing is going to be coming to us soon so people that are confused and don't know what to do, especially as fellow Christians, so many people don't know what their calling is. Walking in freedom, walking with God, as you said, is like a huge, a huge deal for that. Having more prayer time, more faith, and letting God speak to you, walking in freedom with that. that, that that's what I love about reading scriptures because you can get so many different things out of it. Walking in freedom means something to you. Walking in freedom may mean something different to somebody else, and it yeah. means something to, to me. You always can learn something new from the same scripture. The whole walking in freedom, like you said, is uh, just a way of us being free of bondage. Yeah. And it, it says in Romans 8 and 2, and because, you belong, and because you belong to him, the power of life given or life-given spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. That's right. So God has basically freed us, and he, he gives us this, this new life. Once again, tying back with the whole, he has a plan for us. He he frees us from the the death of sin. Yeah, he, we are his. He's got the plan. 
He gives us freedom. We no longer have to worry about the powers of sin that leads to death anymore. Yeah. It says, you know, leading to death. I mean, like, yeah. we're freed from death. And that's, 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 that's this great scripture right there. Back on Galatians 5, and this is 13 through 14, it says, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge flesh, flesh things. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah. See, walking in freedom is not just, you know, having the confidence, having the faith. It's, you know, you're abiding by the prophesy, or you're abiding by the uh, scripture. So one thing we have to understand is that just because we do mess up and, you know, as I said, don't wallow in your sadness, you know, walk in freedom. Well, when you do mess up, don't use this as an excuse. Don't use this as a grudge. Yeah. So as it says in Galatians 5 and 13, it's, and, and the verse 13, it says, do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Just because God will forgive you, you know. I, I, was, I was reading, and I saw that one. I said, ooh, that's good. Yeah. But I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't grab that one. <laughs> Snatch. <laughs> so. Uh, I snatched it, remember? Meaning, like, do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. You know, yeah. God's going to forgive you. God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God. But you can't be using that as an excuse. Because I know I am guilty myself. God will forgive me later. I'm sure you're guilty of it, too. And I'm sure whoever's listening to this is guilty of it, too. No, most definitely. Everyone is guilty of pulling the whole, oh, God's a forgiving God. He'll, he'll forgive me later. Right. It doesn't matter what's happening now. He'll, he'll forgive me later. That's correct. And I mean, like... Kind of abusing his forgiveness. Yeah. It's, it's like... it. It's just like, would you do that to your mom? You know, think about that. Because, I mean, like, sometimes it's a little hard for us, you know, living in the flesh, not seeing God eye to eye. Yeah. And it's a whole lot harder, easier to slip up because we don't have God sitting here. You can't look over and see God looking at you before you're about to fall into the temptation you struggle with, about to mess up or say that word you know but if like that's why i'm saying like you know for some people it could be harder for your for your mom to be around you know yeah because she's right there watching you but you know think of like if god's right there beside you the whole time that's that's just that's just the way that i look at it because i mean we have we we feel god's presence god is in us so it's by faith not by sight so don't and going back onto that don't use your freedom as a excuse to mess up in your you know what I mean. <laughs> I know uh, another scripture, which I don't think you've snagged. First Peter 2 and 16. For you are free, yet you are, you are God's slaves. So do not use your freedom as an excuse to do evil. Man, this is a whole draft pick. You just got my third round pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm snagging. You snagged mine, I snagged yours back. It's a whole. That, that, I mean, like, yeah, and like. That that jumps on to like First Corinthians, like this is this is something because after that verse, I I went jumped in straight to First Corinthians. So First Corinthians six verse twelve. This is kind of like I, I feel like you took that one too. No. All right. So let's see. I have the right to do anything. So before we even jump into this whole verse, I have the right to do anything. We're in this world. God gave us free will. Yeah. God God told us, hey, you have the you you. I gave you free will. I want to choose. See, God don't want us to be robots. He wants us to choose to love him, right? Yeah. So it's talking about I have the right to do anything because God gave us that free will. And it says you say, but it says I have the right to do anything, quotation marks, you know, and it says you say, but not everything is beneficial. Everything we do is not beneficial. Yeah. You know, if I'm going out to this party, like I'm about to step on some toes or I'm over here cussing this person or I'm over here 
watching something I'm not supposed to watch. Is that beneficial for your relationship with God? It's not. It's it's beneficial to our flesh, but it's not beneficial to our relationship. Correct, man. And like it says, I have the right to do anything in quotation marks once again. And it says, but I will not be mastered by anything. That's where it's talking about walking in freedom. Yeah. You have to, you, you, God gave us authority. The enemy has power, but we have authority over that. Yeah. Walking in freedom, you have to be. Understand, you're not going to be mastered by what by what you used to do. You're not going to be mastered by the temptations. You're not going to be mastered by, you know, anything that it is you struggle with, any evil. You're not going to be mastered by it. Nothing in this world, only the Spirit of God, and that's what it's walking walking in freedom is for. You have to be focused and only master. The only master you have, as you said, we are, or as the Bible says, we are slaves. God's slaves. Our only master is God. So don't let nothing else become your master, whether it's money, objects, and just anything, anything of the flesh. I know, I know one thing that is, is kind of branching off of the whole walking in freedom, but it, if if you are in a relationship, the only way that relationship can thrive is if you put God in the middle. Yeah, like that triangle thing we we were about. You can't you can't have something like your sin. You can't say God surround this. God take control over this. No, you must put God in the middle. Mm-hmm. He can't surround you. You must surround him. That's right. And it, it was basically saying any relationship you have, if you don't put God in the middle, that relationship will not thrive and it will fall apart. That's right. That, that, that that's, that's what I was going to get into here in a minute. But since we're already on it, let's go. I, <laughs> I love this. So if you ever wonder, talking about relationships, you both become one flesh. The ring don't make you married. Yeah, because back you know, back then you think little old Virgin Mary was proposed to to Joseph. No, no. so the she ring knew don't, no man. <laughs> she the, knew no man. <laughs> she only knew Jesus. That's oh, right. Wait, oh, wait, wait a minute. I tell you, she only knew God. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, y- y- y'all, as in you and your spouse become, yeah. or you and your friend. But it says as spouse, did you become one flesh? So y'all both have to walk together. Not in one of you, not in front. One of you, not behind. Walk together towards God. As I'm saying, is walk together as in y'all too, because you can't say God come to me. God comes around me. How about you go? He 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 will meet you where you're at. Yeah. But don't don't take that the wrong way. You have to find God too. You're not find God. You have to like thrive into. It. You have to press in on God. You know. Yeah. There There's so many people. They They find. Like significant other, uh, which the podcast could not say that I did quotation marks, but anyways, <laughs> they they find their significant other, and they're like they're the one, they're so nice and all this, but they don't have a relationship with God, mm-hmm. and they think that they can pull their their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their friend, whoever it is, they think they can pull them closer to God when actually it's going to turn out that they they get pulled away from God. That's right. That's why it's talking about it be equally yoked. Yeah. So it, the our relationships like a good relationship can't be one side and that's the whole thing. If you're both not follow if one of you are following God and the other one's not, it's not gonna thrive. Mm-hmm. If you're both following God, it's gonna thrive. If you're both not following God, it's not gonna thrive. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be like a positive and positive. It's not a positive negative. It can't be yeah. a negative negative. It's gotta be positive, positive for you to be Math thriving says with God. Two negatives equals a positive, not in God's God's eyes. Yep. <laughs> had a had a Slip up. But that was a whole off-topic thing. Kind of to get back into walking in freedom. Colossians 1. Colossians. Colossians 1. 
11 through 14 <clears throat> says, We also pray that you will be strengthened with all of his glory, his glory being God's glory, or glorious power. My bad, dyslexia kicking in once again. Uh, so you will f- you will have all the endurance and patience you need. So right, that right there, just to break down this whole passage, is basically saying uh, they pray that we will find that we will be strengthened by God's glorious power mm-hmm. and he will give us the endurance and patience that we are lacking and that we may also be filled with uh, joy. That's verse 11. Also, thank the Father. He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in light. So God has basically saved us. He has now given us his inheritance, which was at first just all the angels in heaven. But now that we are following in his footsteps, we now have the inheritance of him. Yeah. Verse 13 says, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom, the kingdom right. of his dear son or of his dear son i i don't know why i broke that up but basically he he's transferred us once again from sin into light of the kingdom of his dear son jesus right who has purchased our freedom and has forgave our sins yeah so that that whole thing i i did i did stutter trying to read it but it's okay um basically god gives us endurance and patience and joy that we we may lack as a human which not not everyone everyone has their days where they're not happy i I know quite a few people including myself that need patience i'm sorry um (laughs) (laughs) but it it says once we are saved we then gain the inheritance as well as the endurance patience and joy that's crazy that we may need that he he has basically he's rescued us from the dark and has transferred us to the kingdom the kingdom mm-hmm. of his dear son so we we've been taken out of the the back alleyway and we have been put into the white house right basically right which it then says of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins so once again tying in of how Jesus has purchased our freedom he has given us freedom and has forgave our sins. Right. So like that that that's really crazy to think about. Like if you if you listen, like really press into that verse, we need to have the confidence in that. Like walk in confidence, man. Yeah. Like that's in freedom it comes with confidence, man. Because you like read 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 that middle part right there where it's talking about giving the joy or no, no you know what I'm talking about. That <laughs> the middle part. Yeah, that middle part where you got to um May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. Mm-hmm. We we should always thank the Father because, like the the verse says, He's given us patience. He's filled us with joy. He's His Son, who His only begotten Son, who He sent to Earth, has purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. See right there, that's God. Like brought us again from the alleys to the White House. You know, yeah. look look back, like like my fellow Christians, like look back and see how you was. Whether that was uh, whether that was you either out partying or you just wasn't even following God, whether you had that hardcore life or you just had that 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 little bit of no relationship with God, 
Just think about that and look at where he's brought you from, from that depression, from that, from that loneliness, from whatever it was that you struggled with. Look at where yeah. he's brought you to now. See, see now it's like, it, it, I, I'm like, I'm like out of words of it because I'm thinking of how it is with me. So just, just, just really dwell on that and really just sit and meditate on how, what you came from to you now and let that build your confidence. I mean, as it says in second Corinthians three and 17, now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, right? Have confidence in that. I know the, the, this is kind of branching off, and this, this is going into a whole different sermon that I, I have and I've been working on. But Luke <clears throat> chapter 9, verse 57 through 30, 57 through 30, what? 57 <laughs> through 62 uh, is is basically talking. I uh, can't really. I can't remember which sermon it is in, but it's it's basically talking about how God is going to these people, and he's 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 ba- or not God. Jesus is going to people, and he's basically just doing his normal thing. He's he's mm-hmm. healing people, and all these people are like, "I want to follow you. I want to follow you." But then God hits them with this and this, and he basically explains to them one on one that the 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 journey of being like God, keyword like God, not being God. We are not trying to be God because we can't be God. We want to be like God, mm-hmm. but that's that's a whole different topic. He basically is saying the whole the whole journey of being a disciple and being like God is a lot harder than people actually think. It's a long but narrow path. the 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 reward we will get from there is walking in freedom. Mm-hmm. Which the the whole passage says, as they were walking along, someone said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, foxes have dens to live live in, birds have nests. The son of man has no place to lay his head. So that's one. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying that he has has nowhere to sleep. He's always traveling. There's no place for him and his disciples to just settle down and have a resting moment. Well, then he said to another person, this is Jesus, uh, come follow me. The man agreed, but he said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, let the the spiritually dead bury, bury their own dead. Your duty is to go and preach about the kingdom of God. So we we see Jesus turn to another man, and he says to come follow me. But the man agrees. First step, agree to follow God. Wherever God leads you, you follow him. You do not turn away. But the man agrees, but then he he starts looking back on his past. And he he remembers, I got to go bury my father. Mm Mm-hmm. He's going back to this this moment of grief he already had, and he wants to, for some reason, he wants to go back to it because he felt like he has not finished what is there. But then Jesus tells him, let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Your duty is to go preach about the kingdom of God. Basically saying, I have saved you from this time of grief so you can be with me and go preach to all these people. He gave him the premium of life. Gave that, they gave him that <laughs> subscription. He said, "You're gonna get, you're gonna get non loneliness. You're gonna exactly. get, you're gonna be preaching." <laughs> he, 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 Jesus saved him, and basically brought him from his past. But this man still wants to go back to where he was grieving, just so he could dwell in it some more. See, like that's 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 like me piggybacking on that to what I said earlier. He, he's trying, like that guy's trying to pick up the chains. God's yeah. already broken. Like, come on, man. Like God took that weight off of you. You don't need to go pick it back up because them chains that he's broken, 
They're broken, man. Yeah. Don't go try picking them up. And then he said, uh, this is verse uh, 61. Another said, yes, Lord, I will follow you. But first, let me say goodbye to my family. But Jesus told him, anyone who puts a hand to the plow and then looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Right. Because, I mean, like he's trying to put his family first. So he, he's he's over here. I just pushed my mic away. He, he's over here. Once again, agreeing to follow God, but he wants to go back and say goodbye to his family. Once, a, once again, he wants to go back, back and say goodbye to his family. He doesn't want to keep going forward. He wants to turn back and go back to where he already was. Like, don't try to bargain with God. <laughs> bargain. Hey, man, can I go say bye to my family? He said, no, I, I said it now. I said it now. It's, it's like, put this in... Uh, a uh, way people nowadays will basically get it. If there's a Black Friday deal, I know 15 people are going to go running for this one 20-inch TV. 15 people! I saw a 10-year-old get uppercut. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon... I bet you this man will go running for that 20-inch TV. But as soon as God looks at him and says, if you follow me, I will give you, I will give you freedom, joy, peace, Patience. I'll give you all of this. That 45-inch TV? That 45-inch TV, mind you. If you follow me, if you follow me, and he says, I agree to follow you. But then he's he's really thinking about that 20-inch TV. He says, man, that's a good TV. But God is over here offering him a 40-inch TV. But he's looking back at that 20-inch. He's really thinking about that 20-inch. But God is offering him a 40-inch. He's just got to have faith, man. He's got to like be confident that God's going to be for real with him. See, the, the person in, in the scripture, which I, it's some random guy who probably has a donkey named Gerald or something. <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's over here. He, he's worrying about not seeing his family. But if he would just take the first, if he would just take the first steps and go follow God, he can be an example to his family and his family will start seeing what he's doing and they will follow God too. Then he'll be with his family again. Instead, he wants to go back where his family is probably a, a home of drug addicts, alcoholics. And he wants to go back and say goodbye to them and be exposed to that sin once more. Yeah. But, no. Instead of following God and getting that 40-inch TV, you want to turn back and get that 20-inch. Yeah, man. Like, that, that's, that's going to that's gonna be like jumping onto a new thing, not really at the same time. But, like, people that have those broken homes... So he's wanting to go back to his family. God's like, no, you go this way. You go this way, and I will handle the rest. He says, I, I will feed the birds of the sky. Do you not think I'll worry about you? You know, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, paraphrasing. I think that's the right word. Anyway, Something like that. Uh, you have a broken home. God's going to ask you, hey, you need to walk in freedom. But God, they're going to judge me. But God this, but God that, but God this. Listen, you know, sometimes the prayers you pray can be answered by yourself. You can be the answer to your own prayers. You walking in freedom, you have that broken home, you walk in freedom, you be an example. Yeah. You have confidence that, that evil don't have hold on you. You are no one's master. You know, I mean, fear of being judged, that's not your master. Yeah. You're a Christian. As soon as you said that, I thought of the song, uh, what is it, Fear is Not My Future? Yeah. Fear is not my future, you are. Yeah. Talking about how uh, fears, once again, is not our future, but but God is. Is that Maverick City? I want to say it is. 
we'll, we'll say y'all can look up fear is not my future maverick city if we're wrong then if we're wrong you can you can blame us on that one my bad <laughs> but I'm check you. you know as he's saying fear is not my future so you could be the answer to your own, you could be the answer to many people's prayers so you better like it's best to abide by god walk in freedom I know we've said that throughout the whole podcast, but like really, that's what we're talking about. You need to walk in freedom. You need to be an example. You need to be an ambassador. You need to be what God has called you to be. Don't worry about tomorrow. God's got that. Tomorrow has already enough on his hands. Yeah. You worry about what God says. So that's what I got for that. I know that was a quick little ramble, but my bad. A quick little ramble turns into a uh, 30-minute sermon (laughs) like that, but God is good. Yeah, man. And we just need all these people to walk in freedom mm-hmm. and realize how good God really is. He's He's crying out to you right now. He wants to give you that 40-inch TV. <laughs> he wants to give you that subscription, man. He wants to give you that premium life, but you you really want to go back to your family. Your past does not hold you, so always remember that. You've been set free. This is This is between you and God now. You have no more chains. You have no more burdens. And if you do have burdens, call unto the Lord. Turn on some worship music and just pray. Yeah. Spend time with spend time with God. Spend time with our Lord and Savior, and let and let Him come to you as you pursue Him. So that'll be it for take a seat with Gavin and Zai. This is episode one, walking in freedom. Hope to see you very soon with episode two. We love y'all, and we'll see y'all later. Peace, man. Goodbye.